0: love getting prices that are lower than low on food that's fresher than fresh then shop at kroger we give you more ways to save on the fresh you love with tools like the kroger app where you can find personalized coupons on top of weekly sales giving you prices that are lower than the everyday low
1: kroger fresh for everyone get more ways to save at the buy five or more save one each sale just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card kroger fresh for everyone
2: Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me Rob McConnell on the x TV show coming soon to screens of all sizes. On the x TV show we'll investigate UFOs, ghosts, alien abductions, demonic possession, psychic phenomenon, angels, lake monsters, Bigfoot, unsolved mysteries, and all subject matter from within the world of the paranormal, and the science of parapsychology, and much, much more. The X-Zone TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, www.xzonetv.com, is a Relmar McConnell Media Company and Airplay Media Production. Kahara uses her gifts fighting alongside Lords Rom and Ra in a war that will determine the destiny of galaxies. The Chalice of Kari by Kahira O'Donnell is now available at kahiraogonnell.com or at amazon.com.
1: Fact is fiction and fiction is reality.
2: Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. We're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Worldwide toll free 610 7035. My email address is Exxon at On all social media sites, exoneradiotv. And you can listen to the Exon 724-365 at www.exonradiotv.com. Peter Kling is my guest this hour. He's considered as the Einstein of the Bible prophecy. He started an education in the scriptures before the age of five. Now, using both science and scripture, Peter has decoded the exopolitical message contained in the scriptures, a message which religion has kept hidden. Now, Peter says, we, the people of this world, know we have been lied to by government and religion. We have been reduced to little more than slaves, controlled by the rich and powerful. Conspiracy theories regarding the command of power and world domination are abundant, but few are accurate or can even answer the simple question of why this is all happening. Letters to Earth, his book, explains where we come from, why we are here, and what our future is going to be. Peter's website is www.peterkling.com. And Peter, always great having you here in the Exxon. Welcome back, my friend.
3: My pleasure, Rob. My pleasure.
2: Uh, Peter, uh, you and I were talking briefly before we went on air, and you were saying that this is the year that the New World Order comes into effect.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely, and everybody's asleep with the switch on this. You know, we've been kind of brainwashed to expect a violent change, a military occupation, a martial law, mm-hmm. this is the end of freedom. Well, why does the prophecy in the Bible say whenever the nations are declaring peace and security, then the end will be upon them, instantly upon them, as the pangs of distress of a pregnant woman? Who can say peace and security now? Who can say peace and security, especially since 9-11? Yeah. All we've got is terrorism and fear. There's no Peter,
2: peace and security. Peter, we, is, it we, po- is it possible that we're too politically correct?
3: Oh, without a doubt, we're too politically correct. But then again, if you're political anything, you're probably incorrect. Yeah, true. <laughs> you know, that's, that's where it comes down to. One of, the, one of the things that I was told, even from my earliest teaching, was stay away from religion and politics. Never get involved in religion and politics. Yet, I was being taught the Bible. Why was I being taught the Bible and being told to stay away from religion? Ah, uh, you see, here's the thing the Bible is never taught in religion. Even people who think that they know the Bible excellently don't have a clue.
1: Hmm.
3: And here's why, Rob. We couldn't understand the scriptures until the, the latter part of the 20th century. And I say that with all confidence because it depend one of the key things that we need to understand within the scriptures themselves is the science behind it. And we didn't have the science to understand it. And this is the science that we didn't have to understand. And this is what we can doc what I can document. You see, when you go to Genesis the second chapter, the twenty-first through the twenty-third verses, it says God says it's not good that the man lives alone. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to create a helper for him. Now, what does it say? It says he causes a sleep to come over the man. He opens up his flesh. He removes a rib, a tissue sample. He closes the flesh, and he proceeds to make the, build the rib into a woman. And he brings the woman before the man. The man says, at last, this is flesh of my flesh and bone of my bone. And yes, folks, this is the first documented evidence of eve being adam's clone right genetic engineering yeah. right in genesis why doesn't religion tell you that you would think that they would know it they're they, the experts
2: well they're supposed to be the experts
3: <laughs> exactly thank you you're welcome. They're supposed to be the experts But now, wait a minute. If it starts off with genetic engineering, and Mm -hmm. we didn't know that that we could genetically, we didn't discover DNA until 1955. Yeah. We didn't realize that we can manipulate it until the mid 60s, and it wasn't until 1969, I believe, that they had their first convention on genetic engineering, where they tried to set up guidelines and laws so they didn't start playing God. None were set up. There are there is not one single law. That I am aware of, and there might be one country, I forget which country it is, that actually banned genetic engineering. Outside of that, every other country is open up to genetic engineering. So you can genetically engineer whatever you want, even a pig whose nose glows in the dark.
2: (laughs) Maybe we should genetically engineer some worthwhile politicians.
3: (laughs) Ha. (laughs) <laughs> Isn't that an oxymoron, worthwhile, and politician? <laughs> it,
2: it is. I'm glad you caught that, my friend. Peter, stand by. We've got to take our first break. Exonation. Peter Kling is our very special guest this hour. Peter is the author of Letters to Earth. Is Armageddon really coming? His website is www.peterkling.com. And uh, we'll be back on the other side of this short two-minute commercial break as The Exxon continues with yours truly, Rob McConnell, from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't forget, The Exxon is available 724-365 at TV.com. And speaking about TV, if you'd like to see six of the first 13 episodes from season one of The Exxon Show, tv.com We'll be back. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, on the x TV show coming soon to screens of all sizes. On the x TV show, we'll investigate UFOs, ghosts, alien abductions, demonic possession, psychic phenomenon, angels, lake monsters, Bigfoot, unsolved mysteries, and all subject matter from within the world of the paranormal, and the science of parapsychology, and much, much more. The X-Zone TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, www.xzonetv.com, is a Relmar McConnell Media Company and Airplay Media production. Welcome back, everyone. Peter Kling is my guest for this hour, www.peterkling.com. It seems, Peter, that the world is going to hell in a handbasket. And, uh, you know, like when we look at what we were talking about earlier, the genetic engineering and why this information has been coming forth with, it opens up a door to many possibilities. The biggest door it opens is, are the governments of the world lying to us? Is the church using its religious power and control on people to to conspire with the governments of the world to lie against us or lie with us or lie to us? And if so, why? Why all the lies? Why all the deceit?
3: Yeah, you know, it, it started that way from the beginning, didn't it? It started with a lie back in the Garden of Eden. Now, a lot of people, I get more flags, like, oh, the Bible's been changed, the Bible's been this, the Bible's been that. Wait a minute. If it's been changed so much, how did I figure all this stuff out? You see, the the biggest change that's happened to the Bible is that King James t- took God's name out. The name yahuwah or Yahweh or Jehovah mm-hmm. was removed over seven thousand times. So there's the first lie. Actually, the second lie. The first lie was that the fruit isn't going to kill you. But let's take a look at this <laughs> seriously. Let's take a look at this. What actually happened? I don't care whether you, whether you think that the fruit was real or whether yeah. it was just some hyperbole story. Metaphoric. Yeah, but let's take a look at what happened. You see, when, when we go back to the creation account here where Eve was genetically engineered, uh-huh. she, they were naked and they were good with it. It says that they were naked. Now, they ate this fruit and the first thing that they realized was, whoa, we're naked. And they weren't good with it what happened they covered themselves then they heard the word of god they heard the god, the voice of god and they became afraid and they went and they hid now what happened something happened here they had a state change they were experiencing fear they were they took flight there's only one place in our whole entire brain where the fear and the fight and flight responses—that that is in the beta speed of the brain, the beta operating speed where our brain operates above 12 cycles per second. That's a fact. Scientific fact. Mm-hmm. So, what happened? The Earth was being beta tested. The start of the beta test happened. And so now, the worst thing that could possibly happen is you gave a free will life form, uh, the beta experience of fight or flight. And what happens then? Well, you go one generation into it, and Cain kills Abel, and there's your first fight and die.
2: Right, the first, uh, the it, first homicide, the first recorded homicide.
3: Yeah, so, and he had perfectly free will of doing that. Yeah. But you had to do that in beta. It would have been impossible to carry out that act in alpha. Why? Because in alpha, we're prone to love. We meditate, we pray, we make love. We relax when we, we are in alpha. It's in the beta state of the mind that we commit war, kill, rape, pillage, and burn. Remove the beta and everything, would the dynamics of this earth would change instantly. But what's the whole system geared toward? Terrorism. So you can can be afraid all the time. And that started in 2001. So it's all geared toward keeping us in this beta state of mind, never letting us get a minute to catch our breath, Mm -hmm. sit back, relax, go into alpha, and then start doing strategic planning on how we're going to get our butts out of a sling.
2: But let me ask you this, Peter. I'm, I'm sure this is a very simple question for you to answer. Who did this to us way back when? Who created Adam and Eve? Who is responsible for beta testing us? Was it who are God?
3: Gen- who were the genetic engineers? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you see, that's where you have to wonder. Now, here's the thing. Yet, when you start to identify these the, the players here, mm-hmm. uh, the Bible, unfortunately, is limited in what it gives you to know. It, it, it's limited information written by people who had no technology as we do today. Exactly. So you have to decode this stuff. You know, what was described in in Genesis two twenty one through twenty three is genetic engineering, but they described the whole operation as it was happening. Mm-hmm. So now you've got to look at it differently. So who were the genetic engineers, and who is God? Let's take a look at who is God first, because okay. that's, that's the important question. If you look, if you go, let's make it as simple as possible, because mm-hmm. the most simple the answer, the, the more accurate it is. We know one of the f- first laws of physics is that you can neither create nor destroy energy. Right. Okay? You go to Revelation, and, it, and Yahweh in his own words says, I am the Alpha and the Omega. Before me, there was nothing, and after me, there will be nothing. Now, wait a minute. If you can't destroy energy, you can only transform it. How could there possibly be nothing? Unless the only thing that was there was pure dynamic energy. Energy in its most pure form or state. What string theory calls the zero dimension. The dimension which all other ten dimensions come from. A dimension of pure, dynamic, intelligent, conscious energy but all of a sudden, one day, so to speak, came up with a fantastic concept. The concept of love. Wow. It works on so many different levels. You can love your car. You can love your dog. You can love your kids. You can love your house. You can love your parents. You can love your family. You can love that significant other in a way no one else can.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: The more you get, the better you feel. The more you give, the better you feel. Wow. Is that why it says in First John 4, 8, God is love? Yeah and you see then you get all the the other the other dimensions we live in a 10 dimensional plus multiverse string theory says it's at least 10 dimensions uh superstring theory says it goes on forever it's infinite there could be an infinite number of dimensions so let's stick with the 10 because that's what we need to exist sure we live in 8 9 and 10 dimensions there is no ascending to five to, to the fifth dimension the fifth dimension is going the other other way all the other dimensions are mathematically smaller than the three physical dimensions that we live in. Now, when you break this down to the atomic level, in an atom, there is one part of solid for four trillion parts of empty space. Talk about size, doesn't matter. Take out the space, we would barely exist. You took out the space, if you took all the, all the space out of the sun right. and brought it down, to it eliminated that, it would be the size of the BB and still be as powerful as what it is
1: Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to jumbocasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Progressive Presents Married to Your Home. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. ...of that. So who, so, so who is God?
3: Well, you see, God is the zero dimension. God is the life force across all other dimensions. God is what puts the God particle into the atom. It is the stirring and the springing of life. Mm-hmm. The rest of the ten dimensions are the female inside of God. It's just like you know the sperm fertilizes the ovum, the ovum becomes the child, the mother carries the child. Right. We are the children within mother, on Mother Earth, which is part of a physical universe, which was given the spark of life by the Creator. So now everybody else is an interdimensional or they're physical, one or the other. They either live in the other dimensions, mm-hmm. there's seven of them, or they live in our three dimensions. That's pretty much it. You have so, to live in one or the other. So, is
2: is the Bible story about creation right?
3: Or it's it's, it's it's very accurate. It's extremely accurate. You get to the it's interesting. You get to the Cambrian period, and all of mm-hmm. a sudden, there's an explosion of life on Earth. And this is uh, I forget the exact verse in Genesis, somewhere around verse 18, I think it is, where God says, "Let the seas put forth swarms, and let the birds uh, let fill the heavens." and then led let green grasses put forth and let animals roam the ground. Well, life started in the oceans during the Cambrian period, and it was during the Cambrian period there was more genetic information on this planet than ever existed since. There has only been extinction level events. Think about that. There have only been extinction level events since the Cambrian period. All
2: right, let me ask you this. Who was the recorder of all these events? Going back to Adam and Eve, Cain and Abel, if we are talking about a new life form that was created, and how could they have the ability to talk, how could they have the ability to write, how could they have recorded all of this miraculous information?
3: Oh, we weren't built stupid you know we had some sort of cognizance to us we're intelligent and chances are if we were made perfectly mm-hmm. in god's image when you look at genesis 2 and, and here's where you know religion comes in and they screw up everything and you read genesis 1 it's an overall view of what happened up until the creation of of man and woman then you read genesis 2 and it goes more in depth and and the, the honest bible scholars will support this and it talks about the creation of man being made out of the elements of the ground out of the dust of the ground and God or Yahweh blows the spirit of lo- of breath into his nostrils and makes him alive. See, we're really a con- we are conscious beings in a physical body, and we're never taught how to use our consciousness. And yet, when you look at how our brains operate, mm-hmm. we spend eight hours. Most of us spend eight hours a day in what we call a subconscious state. But our consciousness is broken up into four areas. Beta, alpha, theta, and delta. Now, once you go into the theta and delta levels, the laws of the third dimension no longer exist. We can send our consciousness anywhere, forward or backward, anywhere across the cosmos. Now, as people say, "Oh, that's impossible." No, it's not. Just use your imagination. Think about it. How do you, you, you have you ever known something before it was it had happened? Have you ever said? I wish I would have listened to myself or yeah, I sure. knew that was gonna happen. Yeah, I'm still I'm
2: still waiting for me to tell me the winning the lottery numbers.
3: Yeah, I'm doing that yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> I knew those numbers. Why didn't I think of them before? Yeah. Exactly. You know? <laughs> but yeah, how did we know it? Yeah. Because our consciousness travels forward into time. This is this. At nine years old, now think, think about this, I had already had four or five years of Bible knowledge. I already knew the, the full uh, story of the Bible from Genesis mm-hmm. to Revelation. And at nine years old, I had a dream which actually came true uh, about two, well, ten days to two weeks later. The exact thing that I had dreamt about happened in real life. It scared the crap out of this little nine-year-old kid. I ran home and told my mom. I remember running up the stairs, running in the house. <laughs> mom, Mom's washing dishes. I said, Mom, 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 I had a dream that came true. She said, Oh, that's nice, honey. It's time nice for you to go to bed now. I was like, What? <laughs> I got sent to bed. And so, so that cut off like, the spiritual part of learning mm-hmm. how that was possible. And I turned to science. I, it caused it caused a paradox in my life. I remember the next day sitting down talking to my little friends about my dream and and how did it happen? How was that possible? So I spent the, most of my life trying to figure out how we are able to touch the future.
2: Well, let's talk about that when we come back from this commercial break with the news. Exo Nation, Peter Kling is our very special guest. It's always great having Peter with us. His website is www.peterkling.com. That's P-E-T-E-R-K-L-I-N-G.com. And Peter and I will be back on the other side of this news break. As we continue here in the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology. A place that I call the Exxon. www.exoneradiotv.com, And if you'd like to see the first six episodes of season one of the Exone TV show, Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, on the Exxon TV show coming soon to screens of all sizes. On the x TV show we'll investigate UFOs, ghosts, alien abductions, demonic possession, psychic phenomenon, angels, lake monsters, bigfoot, unsolved mysteries, and all subject matter from within the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology, and much, much more. The X-Zone TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, www.xzonetv.com, is a Realmar McConnell Media Company and Airplay Media production. Welcome back, everyone. Peter Kling is my special guest. His website is www.peterkling.com. All right, Peter. So, why all the, why all the different stories? Why all the different religions? If in fact we are all from the same creator,
3: confusion. You know, there are thir- according to the what is the New World Christian Encyclopedia, there are thirty-eight. Actually over 38,000 different flavors of Christendom Wow Yeah, that's just one religious group over 38,000 different beliefs. They can't agree on anything Why because what they believe is based in mithra worship. It's based in pagan belief All of the pagan holidays were given Christian names. and They said, here believe this stuff Okay, we don't have yeah. to read the Bible well, yeah, the church made it illegal. If you were found with a Bible up until the 15, 1500s, they'd burn you at the stake. They didn't want you to know what was in there. You might figure it out. Oddly enough, or interestingly enough, my, my ancestors on my father's side were part of the Reformation. They, they wound up fleeing hmm. France during the Holy Wars because they were getting killed. So, Peter, is it safe to say that the first New
2: World Order that was ever implemented here on this planet Was actually the church, religious philosophy.
3: You can track all religion and government Mm -hmm. back to Samaria, the cradle of civilization, and back to the teachings of the Anunnaki, those from whom from where heaven came. Mm -hmm. It was Anunnaki. The Anunnaki here, this this race of extraterrestrials, come to Earth and give us religion and government as control factors. For an upper elite class to rule the masses. And every religion on the face of the planet today can trace its origins right back to ancient Samaria, to this one point in time. Now, it's interesting, the scriptures say very little on this. It says the the first king of of Samaria was Nimrod. Mm -hmm. All the Bible says is that Nimrod was a mighty hunter in opposition to Yahweh. Eh, End of story. (sighs) And then it talks about the Tower of Babel, where everybody was one language. Well, you have to go into the secular history and, and and research this, but this is where all of religion starts, right with the Anunnaki, extraterrestrials.
2: How do we know that this is true and just not another made-up story to try and make sense of what those without the the ability to to do science, to do research, to understand the sciences as we do today, that they just didn't write this stuff down? to try and make sense of a world they were trying to understand but couldn't?
3: That's a good question, Rob. And to answer that, I'll go back to one of the opening arguments that I made, and that is that we couldn't understand the scriptures until we first understood genetic engineering. Mm. The fact is that we really couldn't understand the scriptures until we found until we understood genetic engineering, uh, metaphysics, uh, string theory, M-theory, super string theory, Uh Fractal technology, torsion field physics, and also a good class in uh, boy I just just went brain dead here for a second. Uh, quantum physics mm-hmm. all help to understand what's written in the scriptures. It, it, once you understand those sciences, starting to take apart what's written in the scriptures, all starts to make sense. And when you understand the prophecy. Now, here's where kind of like the rubber meets the road, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Let's take a look at the world events that we've seen in the last 15 years. Okay. The, you go to Matthew, the 24th chapter, and, and the, here's the generic stuff. Jesus said, oh, you're going to hear wars and rumors of wars. There's going to be food sh- mm-hmm. shortages and famine. There's going to be earthquakes in one place after another. And, and people say, we've had those things since the recording of time. Yeah. Yeah. Except in 1998, earthquakes of a magnitude of of 5 and above jumped 500% in one year. They've been at an elevated point since that, and it's 500% over the previous 100 years of record-keeping.
2: Well, sure, but has anybody ever made the correlation that the very records that you're talking about coincide with the amount of oil that we're taking out of the earth?
3: Hmm, you think there might be a direct correlation
2: with that, I know there is.
3: And how about about the correlation between earthquakes and HAARP? Exactly. HAARP was responsible for the Fukushima event.
2: But didn't they close HAARP down?
3: Oh, that's what they say. I think they just went to off-planet technology. You know, HAARP was originally run by the Navy. Yeah. And then it was given to the Air Force. Now DARPA has it. So if the Air Force, I understand DARPA owns it. Mm -hmm. So why did it go through the hands of two different branches, and now the research branch. Money. Each pretty. it's a hot potato, hand it off. Everybody learned what they wanted. You get to. it
2: to a certain level, that's yeah. where your budget ends, then you pass it off to the next guy, sharing the information both sides.
3: Yeah, but now now you got to go, let's go back and, and look at something. Okay. Let's look at the alien connection with the military-industrial complex, something that's been extremely top secret that people don't even most people don't even know exist but yeah. little by little we're getting knowledge that there were actual documents and, and treaties drawn up between presidents of the united states and off-planet entities yeah,
2: oh, yeah yeah
3: we've we've heard
2: the stories about the mj-12 we've also heard both sides that you know the mj-12s were hoaxes and the, by by a film producer and then the other side where they they're legitimate um if if we have been doing reverse engineering, why are we still using the technology that limit us to our space travel? If we have the the technology that has been reverse engineered from the the crashes over the years, and and with these these treaties with the extraterrestrials, Fourth how of July. I,
3: pardon? Fourth of July. 4th of July. What's that? Yeah. 4th of July. You see that exactly. What's that? It's the day that all the fireworks go off in America and everybody celebrates independence. Yeah. It's, the, it's, it's one big light show. It's a distraction. Oh, look, we're doing this. Why do we never go back to the moon? Did we ever make it there to begin with? Raises some questions. You know, you got people that could argue both sides. Yeah, sure. NASA, never a straight answer. Uh, is the window dressing of a showboating space program that was developed by whom? Nazi engineer, Warner Von Braun, who happened to say that the last card they would play would be the alien card. Why did he say that? Now, you, you, more and more, it seems that we've got confirmation of alien forces controlling uh, the people of the world. You've wait wait a sec, wait a sec, what confirmation? Well let me let me continue. Okay. More and more people are coming out with, with different, uh, I'll, I'll give you besides the people, the whistleblowers from the military complex, mm-hmm. a place that I never thought that would have come uh, information would have come from. Karen Yudas, uh, a lawyer for the World Bank, started talking about Homo capensis for some reason that was and they were influencing the lead, the world rulers, uh, a race of of highbred humans that live underground. Why is it always some alien race involved? And yet, when we go to the scriptures, Mm -hmm. we have alien races involved right from the beginning. Oh,
2: okay, but let me ask you this, Peter. I understand that it raises a lot of great questions. My question is, how come there is no concrete evidence to substantiate any of these very miraculous and very controversial claims about the existence of aliens? because
3: you know Obama was on uh, was on Jimmy Kimmel's show yeah. uh, last week we I guess about two weeks ago
1: mm-hmm.
3: and, and I'm gonna see if I can find this real quick because I, I want to quote it uh, but Jimmy Kimmel asked Obama about aliens you know what, what's the big deal yeah. uh, and o- Obama made a very interesting statement. Uh, about these aliens. I'm trying to find it. But he said basically uh, we're under control of the aliens and they don't want us to tell anybody. Do you think he could have just
2: been been giving the answer that so many politicians are saying so sarcastically because they find it so stupid?
3: I don't know. Ronald Reagan stood up before the General Assembly of the United Nations. Ronald Reagan also did a movie with a monkey. It's yeah, true, and you know I'll tell you I'll tell you what I liked about Ronald Reagan. Nancy. He was an actor. Yeah, exactly. And there was an actor in the White House. There was no deception. Everybody knew there was an actor in the White House. Well, what what did you have with Bill Clinton? You know, uh, he had a jerk in the White House, and, and I don't even want to comment on the current administration. Well, I mean, I, let me discussion. ask let me
2: ask you this. You're you're a very honest and straightforward person, and and I really appreciate that in you. I really do, Peter. Hillary Clinton, coming, in, announcing that she's going to be running for president. She wants to be the first lady president of the United States. She gets into office. You've got Bill Clinton, a former president of the United States. Do you think Hillary would open up the ET question and be honest with the, with the, um, with the public?
3: You're actually the second person to ask me that today. Believe it or not, you, you really are uh... And my first, my response was Hillary's a tool; she'll do what she's told to do. uh... Here's an interesting thing: about a year ago, I watched a documentary on Air Force One. Mm-hmm. There's actually four for Air Force Ones, and, and through this whole documentary, they got to the point of you know where they got to get the president off the ground, and they say that the president carries two suitcases. One's got all of the missile launch codes in, and the other one is so top secret we can't even talk about it. Hmm. About three months ago, there was an article in Russia Today, and the for, I forget the the former president of Russia's name, one in between Putin, <laughs> the one before and after Gorbachev. Uh, uh, I forget, but he said that the two suitcases that they carry are the, the nuclear launch codes and alien contacts on Earth. Now, now why now why
2: I, would they have to carry a suitcase with that information?
3: I have no clue, Rob. I really don't have any clue. Now, unless they're talking the show, about the,
2: unless they're talking about the Mexican aliens.
3: I don't know. Now, good taco restaurants.
2: Evidence.
3: When shortly after my 18th birthday, mm-hmm. I had alien contact. Okay. And, and if I had to blame it on any of them, I would have to blame it on Homo Capensis, because I was never taken to a spaceship. I was taken underground. We were underground somewhere, and all of these people—they were very human-looking. We all had to wear monk's robes. Even when I was among them, we had to wear like what was, looked like a monk's robe with very futuristic material, beautiful material. But, and it was always hoods up. So mm-hmm. you, I couldn't see the size of their heads. Do they have elongated skulls? I don't know. But here's the thing. They told me they were going to kill me. Strange for aliens to say something like that. Uh, since my 18th birth, birthday, I should have been dead 16 times. I can document most of them. One interesting one was uh twenty a little over twenty years ago, I was in Westchester County Hospital in New York in a coma. That would have put me into Delta. And while I was in Delta, an entity came to me and said, Come with me. The next thing I knew, I was watching, I was above the room where my son was being born. I didn't know it was a son, it was my youngest child was being born at the time. I got to see it in real time. After the baby was born, I was back in my body in the hospital. I remember feeling very content. Was this because ju-
2: how- this has just been an out-of-body experience?
3: Well, of course, it was out of body. My body was in Westchester County. You know, so was, many other the people. The baby was born seventy-five miles away. Yeah, but so
2: many other, so many people, Peter, have reported the same type of thing, where well, he- they've been able to have an out-of-body experience and and teleport and give give those people who are doubters specific information that can't be can't be denied
3: imagine if we had perfect dna imagine if we had the dna Hmm. that was given to adam and then cloned into eve imagine what we could do with perfect dna then why don't we ah we will that's the whole point in this time period that we're living in. I talked about the the prophecies earlier that mm-hmm. you know we see around us. Okay, granted, earthquakes have gone up five five hundred percent over yep. the last hundred years. They've actually swelled to last time I checked, it was over seven hundred percent since uh, nineteen ninety eight, and now they come in swarms. Uh, about two years ago, uh, China had an earthquake measured seven point two on the Richter. Not a big deal. Except they couldn't get to the people. Why? Because it wasn't just one earthquake. They recorded over 4,200 earthquakes in a week. The ground never stopped moving. They couldn't get into the people to rescue, to do any rescue work. How do you get 4,000 earthquakes in a week in one spot? I've never heard of that before. Yeah, it's, that, that's a fact, Rob. Look it up. It's a fact. It was, it, it, it was they had, I think it was April, it was the first week in April, I think it was two years ago. That, that it that it actually happened it started off as a 7.2 What in the world caused it? A lot of people blamed it on harp mm-hmm. I don't know but, but so let, let's scrap that we, we've got all the wars and everything sure let's go to something more more a little bit more intricate. Revelation the eighth chapter is fantastic it, it talks about these trumpet blasts, these mm-hmm. announcements. The first one is a desification of planet Earth. We see the earth drying up. Look what's happening in California. And and every desert around the planet is expanding. I love the next one, Revelation eighty eight and 8, 8, nine. It says, and John writes, I saw something like a burning mountain being thrown into the sea, and a third of the sea became as a bl- the blood of a dead man, and a third of the souls in the sea died, and a third of the boats were wrecked. What John didn't tell us is that BP and Halliburton got blamed for it. And that because that's exactly what we saw during the Gulf Oil disaster. This thing that looked like a burning mountain going into the sea, and we saw oil slicks like blood clots.
2: Or were they talking about a volcano at that time? I don't know. With the with Let's, the lava going into the ocean, lava is bl- red.
3: Yeah, but so we, it's easy.
2: What? It's easy for us to to take things that have happened in the past and find something that we can. These Attributed to. in the to.
3: past. These were things that were foretold to happen in the future, but which just recently happened. It just let, recent. let, 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 let me continue. All right. We've got to take be our final
2: me. break, Peter. I hate to do okay. this to your friend. We're That's on a okay. good we'll, roll we'll here.
3: We'll come back because the next one you'll love.
2: All right. exonation Nation, Peter Kling is my guest this hour, www.peterkling.com. And we'll be back on the other side of this final break as we wrap up this hour here in the Exxon from our broadcast center, in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. You can always send me an email, Exxon at ExxonRadioTV.com. And don't forget, you can you can actually go to TV.com and watch the first six episodes of the Exxon TV show. We'll be back on the other side of this break, don't go away. Chasing 120 by Monty Wolverton. Get your copy today at www.ptm.org forward slash 120 or on amazon.com. Welcome back, everyone. Peter Kling is my special guest, and Peter's going to be coming back next Monday night at the same time because we still have so much to cover. Uh, As I was telling you on the break, Peter, thank you so much for coming on. It's always great talking to you. Time flies so fast. Uh, But you know what? You were telling me that there's actually a mathematician who said that our 24-hour day is now equivalent to a 16-hour day, and that answers a lot of questions.
3: Yeah, it's like you turn around and it's like, wait a minute, how'd the clock just jump ahead?
2: <laughs> exactly,
3: exactly. <laughs> and, and and yeah, it's it's strange. Now, oddly enough, that there was a uh, a few years back, I believe, it was on the side of Mount Etna, one of the volcanoes, Mount Etna or, or Vesuvius, over in uh, in uh, Italy, where everybody from this one town wound up going to work 15 minutes early. All of their clocks somehow gained. 15 minutes That's, overnight
2: that is strange
3: yeah and um, how do you explain that
2: i can't it's as if they went as if there
3: was a a temporal time warp yeah was it co- caused by the volcano some somehow i, I don't know it, it i don't have an explanation for it but it's documented
2: just imagine it, that all the clocks all their watches yeah. everything bang yeah.
3: so so what happened <laughs> wow now, here's the thing. We were talking about with these prophecies in Revelation yes. 8. You, you get to, to uh, Revelation 8, 10, and 11, mm-hmm. and it says, A star falls from heaven, and it lands upon uh, the earth, and it poisons the uh, fountains and the, and the rivers and the streams. that What we normally have is drinking water. Mm-hmm. And then it calls this star Wormwood. Now a lot of people believe that this is a a, a future event where a, a meteor is going to hit yeah. the earth and destroy it. The, oh, they also call Planet X Wormwood, right? Yeah, and, and I want to point something out here. Do you know how to say Wormwood in Russian? No, I don't. It's Chernobyl, and you know what's thirty thousand times worse than Chernobyl? Fukushima. And you know what has poisoned a third of the waters in the in the northern hemisphere? And they know by by the by the nuclear signature. Fukushima, a star which falls from heaven. Let's see, a star, is that a nuclear reactor? Could be. A nuclear reaction? hmm And this is a man-made event. You go to the, to, to the next one in Revelation 8, the, 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 the next trumpet blast, and it says that a third of the sun, a third of the stars, and a third of the moon did not give its light. What mm-hmm. would stop it from a third of the sun from not hitting, hitting the ground of Earth? Can you say chemtrails, which block 28% of the sun's rays? Yeah, interesting. And then it says, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" for the next three trumpet blasts. And you read Revelation nine, and it can only be an alien invasion, some chimera that well, that's the is, size is, of a horse lands on. It like comes out. Is is it possible then?
2: <laughs> uh, just let just let me throw this out to Peter. Is it possible that Christ Himself was an alien, and the second coming of Christ is tied with this? Alien invasion or the return of the aliens?
3: What a great question! What a great question! Uh, let's see. It was an interdimensional by the name of Gabriel who shows up to a young Jewish woman yeah. and says, "Guess what? You're pregnant." Yeah. Uh, I had a. If I told you this person's name, you would know them. They're very popular. Uh, they're, they're known throughout the. the Peter, era. I've got.
2: I've got a minute, so we're going to have to get okay. to it fast.
3: To, to answer your question, yes. Uh where did you where could you possibly get perfect DNA on planet earth and if Jesus had to have perfect DNA what did he talk about? He talked about a future kingdom. That's right. He and he, and he has the title of king of king's and lord of lords and it says that he's coming back with the armies of heaven in Revelation the 19. All right, chapter.
2: Peter, we're going to have a bit of a cliffhanger here for a week because you're coming back hopefully. I hope not with a not with a an army from heaven because that would be really bad at this time. But you're coming back next Monday night same time. And uh, Peter, thank you so much for sharing with us. And I look forward to next Monday night, my friend.
3: Love and blessings to all. Thank you for having me. Take Rob.
2: care, Peter. Exo Nation. Peter Kling has been our special guest. He'll be back with me next Monday night. His website is www.peterkling.com. Dot .com. I'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the X Zone from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away now.
1: See policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rolls for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out.